We had a full house today. Six people packed the recording room as we conducted an interview with Olivia, who is a proud owner and head chef of Ulsan's famous wine, beer, steak, and pasta joint, Bleu de Folie. Olivia shares her experiences schooling in New Zealand and Australia, working in Jamie Oliver's restaurant, which sat more than a thousand tables a day. The practices in the first class lounge of Qantas Airlines and a host of other topics. Olivia aims to help contribute to shaping the new culture in Ulsan that introduces new flavors, spirits, and entertainment for its residents. Thank you, Olivia, for coming by. You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. You got lots he's, of tattoos? Wow, dangerous, man. Both thumbs. Uh, yeah, he's got the whole back. Oh. No, no, no. That's a lie. What Scariest the, man on the beach. When, <laughs> hey, where? Where did you do? Seoul. In Seoul? Ah, uh-huh, very interesting. I thought it was illegal. It is. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it in the shop now. What? <laughs> she told me they might open up on Tuesdays for him to do tattoos in the shop. Oh, you do <laughs> tattoos in the restaurant? Yeah, we were like planning, but how many things can one man do? You cook and <laughs> you bruschetta and munchen. Oh, that's awesome, man! That's awesome. Anyways, let's roll it in. Welcome to another episode of This Korean Life, uh, number ninety-two, featuring Olivia, Ellie, and Yoon. Full squad. Yeah, this awesome. is uh, this is the most people we've had in this room okay. for uh, probably ever. Huh? Yeah, probably ever. Corona, five before. we used to do it at my house, and that was always just me, Nate, and one guest, and then Sodab showed up, then we had four people, now we got six, this is incredible. Welcome, thank you for coming uh, at 8.30 on a Tuesday, Ellie's day off, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much. Thanks for inviting. How did you decide on Tuesdays off? I thought Monday was the was the default oh, off day for so restaurants. I can go to the restaurant. Because Monday off, I mm. can't go anywhere. Mm. So if I have like time, I can go to. I can pop up the other restaurant and to see. How many eat. restaurants do you have? No, One. no. She means Monday. Other restaurants are closed. Yeah. So Tuesday, she can go check out other restaurants. Yeah, ah, exactly. Like Sorry. Re- market research. I got you. I got you. Oh, smart. <clears throat> so do you often go to other restaurants? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you have any recommendations? Well, in Ulsan, no. Only Blue's Folly. Where are you going? Busan or like That's if you have time, like, go to Seoul. Wow. You just go to Seoul, check out one or two restaurants, come back? Yeah. What are you looking for when you hit another restaurant? You, menu items, yeah. atmosphere? And the uh, like concepts. So it's more like research and education. Yeah. Nice. This is like uh, Jongtong Ulsan. Going to Seoul and Busan and looking at the concepts and coming back here must be only partially applicable. Well, um... Because Seoul and Ulsan are quite different. Yes. <laughs> so we're trying to, like, get the coaches from there because mm-hmm. Ulsan is quite boring city. So they're all, like... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Saddled. That's, that's I, it. <laughs> You've only been here one year, man. I've been here 20. <laughs> it all sounds exciting. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It depends what you do. <laughs> Maybe the restaurant culture can be a little bit boring, probably. Yeah. What was the... Was it Papillon? The old... Uh, Papi. 
Papi. Yeah, there was an old, uh, there was a French place, like a, a really fine dining restaurant in that Ulsan. was that in Ulsan that was here before, but after the engineers. No, it was Corona. Was it Corona that took yeah. it? Yeah. Corona. He, heard, he, he opened, he opened after the shipyard had kind of gone down, but he was a French, proper French chef from France. Oh. And he opened a proper fine dining place. At the Tewagang Kukchegongwan area, oh. and he served two two times a day, lunch and dinner, and they were just set menus. They were like 120 bucks each, and that's all he did. But and the people who went said it was great, but it's not like you're not going to get any walk by traffic either. Oh. You have to go there just for that, and if you don't like that, I don't know. I think in Korea, it's er, yeah, in lots of Korea, it's hard to sell that. Yeah, because if it's 120 bucks, they'll say I want Hanu or something else. Yeah, Instead of I don't know what I'm getting, so it's true. But that was that was a proper French restaurant. Anyways, we can uh, we can hear a hint of uh, Australian uh, accent in your in your voice. You were there middle school, high school, as far as I know. No, I was I went to middle school in New Zealand mm-hmm. when I was young. But yeah. I came back in Korea and I got back for yeah. um, Le Cordon Bleu when I was eighteen. You started that at eighteen. Yeah. Oh, so that's after high but, school. Yeah, but okay, in so Korean age, nineteen. Okay, 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 cool. So you came back here to finish high school. Yeah. And then went straight to Australia. Yeah. How did you end up in New Zealand at such a young age? Well, my cousin was lived there, so okay. my mom just sent me. That's what to I. That's what I. That's what I guessed was that yeah. you must have had family there. We've had some other guests that have just been sent. Sent abroad sent, sent again against their will to other places, <laughs> boarding right. schools, and and our one guy States. started in grade one in <laughs> Australia for a year, and then he was New Zealand six months, China for six years, Whoa. Ghana, Singapore. He was everywhere. Just man. boarding schools all over. So yeah, he's Korean or yep. yeah, yeah. <gasps> well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> After all, but that when I hear the hear the stories of young people like you going abroad, I feel comfortable sending my kids. Mm. I left home at fifteen. To go play hockey, but yeah, I think uh, hearing so many stories of people going away young to live with cousins or aunts is awesome. How uh, how was it getting shipped off to New Zealand to live with cousins? Not bad, because mm. I don't leave my parents at that age. Like, yeah, it's very like freedom. Right? Absolutely, Yay. yeah, absolutely. But my my concern with two young girls is freedom. Yes, but if you're Satsungi or whatever's acting up at Emo's house, that's puberty for those that don't understand, oh. is acting up like you want Emo scolding you or your mom scolding you or you want to hug your mom or to hug Emo that you haven't seen in five years. Well, it was fine for me. <laughs> you're not you're not subjected to going to Hogwans and stuff. It's more of a free yeah. freestyle over there. What was it like coming back here? Because high school is crazy here, well, especially coming out of a Western country. Um, I wanted to come back to see my parents, mm. but after two years, like I decided to okay, I have to go back. <laughs> oh, it's a wrong decision. So you stayed here for two years of high school, and then the last year in Australia. No, actually, I did middle school here in Korea too. Ah, okay. So it's like between there. Like, ah, okay. So no sunung. No, Dodged the bullet there, didn't you? <laughs> uh, Cordon Bleu. We have a, a friend who completed. Quarter, the Cordon Bleu, but it was a one-year program. Yeah, that must be the only the um, chef's Cuisine. course. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But I did advanced diploma, which is with a study. Hospitality management, yeah. So, ah, so it's a full package yeah. kind of. Yeah, full package. Learn to open a restaurant and manage it. Well, Cordon not, Bleu. not the restaurant. It's all about 
hospitality. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let's step back a bit. How, you just said, I, I want to go to Cordon Bleu. Like, how did that, what was the inspiration? What, what crept into your mind? What made you, there's a million things to do. Most Korean parents aren't supportive or haven't been supportive traditionally of, I'm going to be a cook, especially paying that much money. Um, it's not a, a, a university per se. It's not one of the It's, sa- it's more sa- like a culinary Jedi. school. It's not Before Harvard sa- or Princeton. Or So how do you, what, what was the inspiration or what motivated you to, to want to go there? And uh, what did your parents think when you said, I'm going to Australia? Well, um, that's the only thing that I can go in Australia, like at that at that age, very like like it was post high school. Yeah, mm. I have to go high school back again or the university. But university, I have to study. I have to go to some like English, some academy to finish up oh, okay. course something. So I've got that option. But before that, my mom wanted me to go to um, get the qualification in Korean, like cooking. Co- Qualification uh-huh. like Korean and Western food and Chinese, yeah, yeah. Mm. in Korea, yeah, academy yeah. like it's a qualified, it sounds like a, qualified, week, like, like a weekend course, yeah, <laughs> license. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. So I achieved it. So mm. my mom like, why don't you go? Like, why don't you want to go to the Cordon Bleu? She uh, she actually looked mom, up for huh? me, yeah. Oh wow! So, and she nice. actually gave me the paper and have a, and asked me to see. Encourage you to yeah. Is your mom a cook? Yeah, she loves it. At home or? At home. Not a job. Not a job. Hmm. The first lady I've ever heard that that loves cooking. The first the first mom I've ever she heard. She must that love Solal and Chusok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cooking extravaganzas. What oh, wow. what uh, what were the Korean cooking classes like? Or when you signed up for the academy course here, what was that like? Like traditional mm. Korean food, like bibimbap and. Bulgogi. Something like Kungjung food, which is like back in the like dynasty, Joseon dynasty, where the where <laughs> yeah. the king was the yeah. king used yeah. to eat. Yeah. 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 The so you didn't have any cooking experience before that. No, not at all. Before that. And mom just said, "Hey, uh, why don't you go to cooking class?" Yeah, that's it. Oh, uh. my daughter comes home on Friday. She does the Bungahusu up cooking class, oh. and she comes home with all these cute cute little things and i'm like okay make dinner <laughs> Quit bring, make us dinner stop bringing home all this little stuff you're, you're learning i can cook I, okay show me make some dinner for us but not yet <laughs> so you went through a couple of those courses and did you like it did you did you think you wanted to be a cook or well um for my course i have like as i said it's hospitality management so mm-hmm. I did have choice of like studying, studying, and the chefs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I chose chef because of the visa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I chose marriage Bad. because of the visa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the truth comes out. But no, whatever. That's if it's a if it's something you don't mind doing, and the visa is a, a bonus to, to get you there. Why not? Hey, why not? lots of people go abroad. Whatever they do to get the visa mm-hmm. and then, and then change two, three, yeah. five, ten years later, change yeah, yeah. to what they want. The first part is getting there and getting your foot in the door. Yeah, that's true. So mm-hmm. when you signed up, what was – had you been to Australia? Yeah, before I go to – When you were living in New Zealand, did you – No, not that one. No? Before I go to the Kodong Blue, my parents, I go 
to see what's going on with my parents. You want to so check out the place? So they a month. Hmm. So a month? That's wow. in Sydney? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. But they have four locations in Australia. Yeah, or Sydney, four campuses. Adelaide, Melbourne, Melbourne Perth. In Perth. Better than me. Do you, <laughs> do you know why they have four there? Because it's popular. But every other... There's only, I think, like maybe 80 of them in the world. And every country... Well, the big countries have one. And Australia has four. Australia And I thought that was... Australia, you can work and study together. Mm. Student visa allows you to work. Mm. So you can kind of support your... But that must be most developed countries. You can't just study with no... Maybe it's diverse country. Could be. And uh, I, I, yeah, and I was just I, when I looked at the site and I was just like, wow, Australia's got four. I mean, you could have one in Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, but there's only one in Ottawa. But I was just curious if there was a particular reason or if they touch on that when you go there, why they have so many. I was gonna say the distance between, but uh, it'd be the same at home too, Vancouver and yeah, Vancouver and Ottawa. So what was it like when you when you signed up and you got there and what was uh, what was your initial impression? Whoa. Maybe compared to the the Hagwan certification here, when you went in there, did it seem more professional? Was it um, well, was it overwhelming when you went in day one? Are you like, oh my god, I don't know if I can do this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like just like that, mm. but after that, I got closer to my friends, like classmates. Yeah, classmates. It was just fun. An easy, an yeah. easy transition. It's hard to get the test because hmm. when you failed, you have to pay for ten thousand per test. Dollars? Yeah, per thousand dollars. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, ten thousand. Oh, a thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. So just a per test because yeah. we have like so three tests a week. <laughs> so I have to pass it. I have so well, much that's, pressure. That'll light the fire under your ass, won't it? Huh? But that's. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but Koreans are. That's built into them. The SATs, the Sunung, the the Sunung doing it again must cost a hell of a lot of money. Some of the guys, well, were, and lost, yeah, and lost wages from not working and taking a year off, and to going study. to a to Goshiwan and just huddling in and studying for the year and tutors yeah. and if a thousand a significant amount, yeah, a thousand dollar fail rate or a thousand dollars if you fail, that's that's motivation to study, right? Well, yeah, so that, that was actually the motivation. Yeah, that's absolutely. True, yeah. That's true. What are the tests like? Like, is it just cooking or is it well, in some studying? Include cooking. It's sort of like hygiene and everything at the first, like beginners <laughs> of <laughs> no, no, like, like basic, basic like hygiene oh, and okay, everything, okay. and basic cookings like some like instructions. Okay. So they they're setting the standard, right? They gotta have the after that. You have like legislation and account and everything. Everything. So can you oh, can wow. you tell us what like uh, yeah I didn't know and I was looking online to try and find do all the cordon bleus offer like I looked at the ones in Australia they offer bachelor's degrees yeah in hospitality and I didn't know I think four or five years ago they scrapped all the cordon bleus in America didn't they I think they closed all the cordon bleus in America four or five years ago because <laughs> of in Australia. No, because of this <laughs> this argument between what's qualified, what's college, what's university, what's oh. accredited. Oh. And it might have been a conflict with the Culinary Institute of America, CIA. Do you know CIA? Yeah, yeah. It might have been a conflict with that. Um, but is, is, this, is this standard to your knowledge that you can do the bachelor's degree at any of the Cordon Bleus or is that only Australia? Oh, it's standard, I guess. You know? And oh. so when you sign up, they usually have the patisserie. 
like the bakery mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, patisserie and, and the cuisine. cuisine. It's the like two types. Right. And you choose it, and then you have to finish one year for a like cook master, like sort of. So mm-hmm. most cook. people just choose one of those or both of those, or you can do one. Both. You can, you do, can both. do both, but you have to pay again. Do, right. Do you do them simultaneously? No, no I sep- did must cuisine. be separately. No. Oh, well, would it be like you finish one and then do another one, or you you're doing do them at the same at the same time? Do it together, but you don't have life. Can imagine. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Totally. So that's Nobody what Dano Dano went up and did the cuisine version in Seoul, and he used to go three days a week, five a.m. KTX to Seoul, and he would do it in Seoul, mm. and he did the cuisine course, and that's what was a one year. So aren't they? Three ten week modules, is that right? Yeah. Ten weeks, ten weeks, ten weeks. Ten weeks, yeah. Did you do it too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did. She was oh, my okay. classmate. Oh, okay. ah. <laughs> so thirty weeks mm. with some time in between. So about a year to do each one. A year for the cuisine. A year for the patisserie. About. Yeah. It's very up to you. Like okay. you can choose whatever you want. But, but you have to... around it. Mm. And then so you're when you said three years, I was like three years. I thought it was only a year. But yeah. that's because you were doing a bachelor's degree. Yeah. So what is the ratio of? cooking and kitchen stuff compared to study stuff and the business side of it or the hospitality side of it what was this how much how much time are you spending in the kitchen how much time are you in the classroom well, uh, first year um you have like half off but after that it's more like studying i, I would have guessed the opposite i would have oh, thought no, them, no. as you well, as yeah there would have been more cooking it's only the study but not if you're doing a bachelor's degree you got to study and learn how the restaurant works you yeah. learn the business side of it yeah, cooking your restaurant's gonna be shit if you don't know how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got I got all my finances in order. My food tastes like shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I think the t- the time for cooking and the concepts of cooking would take a lot less time to get through than. Oh, I mean, could be. Yeah, I guess Nona so. Nona never went to a cooking course. She was pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so I think you have like a baseline of cooking knowledge even before you sign up for the yeah yeah lamb on an egg fry yeah, yeah. yeah. pretty basic <laughs> very basic. <laughs> what about your uh, your classroom? What what is the makeup of your classroom? Two Koreans and or is it all Australian people? No, is it all? It's like eighty percent Asians. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's of, true. Yeah. yeah. And like one percent Australian. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because they have their own like college. Right. For so cooking, they don't yeah. really pay them for it, so mm. they don't want to pay. They don't want to afford that money to a local don't do because the distinction really isn't that yeah. important, I guess. Once, they don't uh, really like value the school. the title. Yeah, title. Yeah. So why is it for Asians? Because the name holds Asian. weight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same reason everyone wants to go to Seoul. Australia cooking school. No, look how down blue. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. that's awesome. What? Uh, which one was more difficult for both of you? Study. Oh, I was going to say be- oh, yeah, <laughs> between. Oh, I guess. Uh, no, between the patisserie and the oh. what's the other one? Oh. No, the cuisine. Yeah. Did you do both? I did cuisine, uh-huh. but in the curriculums mm. you have pastry, sort of like. That seems way more difficult. Ellie, did you also just do the yeah, cuisine. cuisine only? Cuisine. And how do you pastry. choose between cuisine or pastry? Depends oh. on what you want to do. Yeah. My mom yeah. asked me. To. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really have like choices. I had uh, I had a, a brother and sister, a couple of my students, and they both studied at what's it sounds like cheese, cheese, in what's the one in the famous cooking school in Japan. 
sounds like oh. I, I think it's it sounds like cheese every okay, time so someone tells like, me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheese, I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, one the the sister did the the pastry side and the brother did the cuisine. Yeah, the. And there, yeah, it's it sounds like the pastry is way more of a, a pain in the ass than the than the cuisine. But anyways, when you were uh, there, what were some of the biggest challenges between the cooking and the and the business side? What were some of the biggest challenges you faced? Through your three years, because I have to work at the study at the mo- at the same time, mm-hmm. so it's hard to managing the time, because I have to earn the money. I don't really just sit down and get my money mm-hmm. from my parents. So. But do you know that's like everybody in the West? Who <laughs> <laughs> like, are you? You had to work, and I worked three jobs at university. Come uh, on, sorry, and party but till at, four a.m. And at that age, I was only twenty. Yeah. 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 yeah, I moved away at 15 out of my parents' house and started working. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the but so that that was a, a thing that was hard to balance was work and yeah work and study. You were working in the kitchen. I, I always like craving like Korean my age girls mm. how they life in Korea. Mm-hmm. Like they to the they go to the club and like drink. Oh, if you watch Instagram, it's a fucking like, best life ever. <laughs> and they get up and like. Studying like two hours and then let's go drink. Like some sort of like that age is coaching. That's what we did in university. (laughs) (laughs) While working and studying. (laughs) But a lot to handle, I guess. And how was your English at that point? No problem? Oh. I mean, in the classroom. Was it like Dano said they would teach in French here in Seoul. He said they teach in French, and I was the only one who could speak French, so I had to translate. And I'm like, but you don't speak Korean. <laughs> the words, we oh. learn French, but the... Yeah, the method, we learn French, but the whole class is in English. What do we, so, like, g- give me an example. The, like, like some words, like something... Bonjour. Prepping. <laughs> Instead of prepping, it's like maison, 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 place. maison place. Some sort of like ah, French place. words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. French words. Uh-huh. They just sprinkle them in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotcha, I gotcha. It's very confused. <laughs> yeah, cool. Man. So was that was that a difficult part? Like you have no idea what the French is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> English I, is hard enough. I mean, yeah, that's, what's this French in here? Again, for? If it's exactly. only word, if it's word by word, it's probably easy to figure out based Papago? on context. Can you have Papa go <laughs> in the classroom? Or no? <laughs> what was your part-time job? You were in a kitchen. Yeah. Whoa! Is that set up through your school? Do they do they kind of farm you out if you want um, if you're looking for part time work they find you a job or do you have to go out independently and if find you applied yeah yes they look they, they can look find, find yeah mm, cool and what kind are they throwing you in like the breakfast restaurant where you're just like flipping eggs all day or or are you in a <laughs> kind of fine dining or, or something Ooh, half a half. little half half so at the first I start fine with a like lounge job which mm. is like what, what you said, yeah, yeah. the breakfast things okay, yeah. in the lounge, yeah, yeah. Sydney Airport. So I... That was your first job, was the Qantas? Yeah, the Qantas first, first class one, lounge? yeah. It's your first part-time job of your life? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> so I, Fresh out the like, fry I woke pan up at four and like, I, woke, I go to the work, I finish like... So that's why it's Himdra if you're going yeah. at, four in, at four in the morning. It's very hard. Yeah. Holy man. And, and what was it like working there? It's... Very richful, should I say? Rich. Like you have High class. water watermelon here. You only cut like you only use like square of the middle of watermelon, <laughs> and at the edges you don't serve them because it's first class. Yeah, you take them home. 
No, it's illegal. Yeah, illegal. Illegal. Yeah. So what do you do with the rest of it? You throw it out? Rest of it throughout or juice? yeah, make the juice, fresh juice. Check it out. Throw it out. Yeah. Oh my god. So what? So shocked. what is a? It's like, zero. Chopping, it's like chopping down a tree and, and making like a bowling pin. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> is it is it like the cordon bleu phones and says, uh, "Hey, young name, I need two jobs for my students." Like how? Yeah, they I mean, you, you could pull. in Canada. You definitely would not just go get a job in the first class lounge. What what is it like? You have zero experience. What is what is your first jobs there? Like in Canada, you'd be wiping tables, changing garbage bags. Well, we have there's some trade. We have qualification for. Nine months mm-hmm. in school first, mm-hmm. and then they sent uh, after to the you industry. already nine yeah. months. Uh, okay, after nine months. Okay, so you got a little bit of yeah. So they didn't really ask us to clean up the bench because in Australia they have kitchen hand, which is like like they separate the jobs. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Before no. nine months Actually, and after nine months, they separate the job. So yeah, so we do like chopping all the ingredients, like sous chef. No, no. sous chefs. I heard. What's the other guy called? Prep. Appearance. Prep. Prepping, yeah. Prep. Okay. That's what my daughter line, A line cook. I got him line helping cook. with the prep. <laughs> Ellie, were you the same? Were you at the first class lounge or? No. Second class? <laughs> She's serving the, the rest of the watermelon. Economy lounge? <laughs> I was at the economy lounge in the basement. <laughs> uh, she, she worked at Jamie's Oliver's for industry work. Yeah. And then she asked me to come to join here. So after finish the contest, I joined her. In the Jamie Oliver's. Yeah. That's a Michelin star no. restaurant. No. no. They Which managed. One? They managed to close it down. Bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was the chefs. I I got lots of questions about Jamie Oliver. Did you ever yeah, see yeah, him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He came he, over. Yeah. yeah. I saw him twice. Ah, interesting. But I haven't seen him. That's just a, slept at home. Like, yeah. Everyone's like, Jamie's here. You have to come to see him. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I saw his YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's interesting that he he visits his place because I, uh, I have a couple of my students who have visited kind of the celebrity chefs, uh, with the Korean celebrity chefs restaurants. Oh, yeah. And they go, every time I go, I never see any of them. Oh. They're never there, right? They're sitting at home watching Netflix, collecting the money. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <clears throat> what was... Your your experience at the the Qantas Lounge or at Jamie Oliver's Korea has a very hierarchical structure in the workplace and, and the Chondemar and the Yu-Gi-Oh and, and this stuff. What was it like there? I mean, I can imagine based on what I know from Canada, but what was it like there? Is there a, a great deal of mutual respect or is there a, a top down? Hey, 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 yeah, yeah, the yeah, chef yeah. shits on everyone. But but I, I don't know I don't know what the kitchen's like I I have no experience in that yeah. area. The chef yells and everyone else goes nay. <laughs> no, it depends. Mm. Like what was it like for you? Jamie's Oliver was very like tough. Yeah, very tough. Military. Like, <laughs> no. There were all England English people and French mm. at the kitchen, so we were the only Asian at the mm. moment. Mm. But so no we, discrimination. Just no was, discrimination. Was the, was the busiest restaurant in Sydney. But as a chef, yeah. like they were very strict to the. Um, but you think they would have to be? I mean, if it's a if it's well, that kind of restaurant, have to no. That much tough, but right. yeah. But if you were in that position and you want something done and done proper, because your reputation goes down if it's not, wouldn't you be that tough? I think I'm tough on my kids because I don't want them being YouTube watching Jangies just just scrolling all day. Well, um, <clears throat> like I mean, the tough was like they ask us to do their job. Like they just come late. Oh, like, cock! I hate that. Yeah, that's, that's sort brutal. of like. Isn't that all of life? 
<laughs> I feel like that never goes. I feel like I do half a Korean's jobs. But they're not a boys. They're just like yeah. same positions, but same are, position. Yeah. Like so start ask worker? start asking them to do your jobs. Then. <laughs> well, at that time we thought like, oh, we ha- we got to do visas on the line. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> <a> good- <laughs> that's true though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But why do you why do you feel like if they're the same same position or same level? Why it, do you feel because the the hierarchy exists? It not it's not as structured as uh, as Korean society, but in the in the kitchen, like I had a job where I was making pizzas and I had to like mop every night in the regular like in the kitchen that has really nothing to do with my job I could have just cleaned my shit and went home but yeah but hold on that, the, that the busy jo- chef's like hey, come on man give me a hand give me a hand and you gotta everyone's gotta in the kitchen I think everyone has to kind of pitch in you know there, and there's some dog fuckers and there's some people who work hard so no but like, <laughs> like in a bo- like a very popular restaurant I assume that they should have given like jobs to specific people right yeah so, but there must be lots of overlap. Example, I was at, what was I say the Mexican place was? Uh, Rita's? Pipi Pusquinos? No. Rita's? Latos? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Rita, the one behind Hyundai Department Store, New Mexican place, Ichim. Mm-hmm. Really. Oh, next to Hyundai Department. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Really good place. I, I didn't even, it's been open for a while. I, I didn't even, I looked, it was empty the couple times that I've gone by, but maybe it was just not a lunch or dinner time. Have, have you tried that one out yet? Yeah, we yeah. tried that one. Did you like it? Um, yeah. I went really? there. There was, a, there was a big delay in that. <laughs> no, 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 Because Mexican food, it's very similar to Korean food, so. Yeah, it's some it? sort of like. <laughs> so. A kimchi I mean, taco? Like, I don't yeah. Like, for me, it's like a bit of similar. Yeah, I don't know anymore. After the Indonesian girls told me Korean food's bland, I I don't know. I love Korean food, but I think Mexican food's very different, but I also enjoy it. Anyways, we were there. They close at 9 o'clock. Did you know that? No. They're done. 8.20, the guy's going around. Do you need anything else? We're, this is the last call. Do you need anything else? Do you need any more pitas? Do you need any more cheese, sour cream? No, no, no. Boom. 9 o'clock, done. And from 8.30 till 9, the chef was washing out the hood. Standing on the stove, washing out the hood, and the waitress what or the the cashier, server, whatever lady, she was washing dishes, and I thought, wow, this Sazonim has an awesome team. He's got five people here. The whole thing was packed from six till nine. It was packed. They went in, out, made their money. See you later. Yeah. And not waiting for one person to come at nine thirty or eight thirty or yeah, and they'd love their life and they know what and, time they're and, starting. And I thought, to wow, these there. are young, young twenty five, twenty seven, twenty eight year old people. They get to go home at nine o'clock. They didn't even work for the last thirty minutes. Was kind of just cleaning up, relaxing. And I thought, wow, this Sajong name's got really good workers, and they all kind of okay. What's next? Dishes, wash the hood, this that. Ding dong. Okay, somebody goes, but but that's that's the difference I think between an old, an older generation restaurant owner and, and the new ones is that you want the work and life separation. You want to do something after work. You want to hang out with friends or do this or that. Where I think the older generation that is your life. Yeah. Right. This is uh, I run this restaurant. I go in first. I'm the last to leave. Leave it open all day. It's it's your identity. It's your hobby. It's it's your everything. Right? Yeah. Ellie, what was your experience in the kitchen? Jamie Oliver. Nah, 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 nah. He's the Naked Chef, isn't he? That's his famous naked. book. I don't know. The Naked Chef. Yeah. It's his famous book. Anyways. What sorry. was your experience like in the kitchen? I really enjoyed working in the kitchen. Yeah. What What's... were your primary... <laughs> <laughs> you you look like she didn't enjoy it too much. <laughs> I did. I did. 
What were your <laughs> What were your primary duties? You were prep prepper. No, I was in the pasta section, section. with both. Yeah. And at Timmy Oliver's, you were yeah. both doing pasta. There was like like nine pens going in the same time. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, your pastas. We got we we use fresh pasta. There's the extruder. It's all made fresh. Yeah, yeah. There's an extruder come in the morning, like six six in the morning. No way. There's pasta. only pasta man yeah. who wow. makes the. Oh, if you're Jamie Oliver, you can't you can't be buying the Costco pasta. Give <laughs> <laughs> me another box of Borelli. <laughs> Freshly oh. made every day. Did wow. you guys have carbonara on the menu? Yeah, oh, yeah. no. Yeah, we did. It was only special, not a rigatoni carbonara. Rigatoni. Okay. Yeah. Can you can you tell me the carbonara uh, recipe or recipe? what what was in it? Yeah. It was a egg like yolks, pancetta, pancetta, yeah. leek, coated leek, and was. Um, <laughs> Cream fresh mixed with um, pasteurized egg. We oh, used the pasteurized okay, egg. Yeah, yeah. yeah, mixed with the cream fresh. The cream fresh. And then we add it to the. Interesting. Egg. How many how many pastas on a menu? Lots. All of them. Yeah, the main <laughs> the main was the pasta. Yeah. It was a moral pasta. Yeah. What kind of prices are you looking at for a bowl of pasta? Twenty bucks. Yeah, eighteen to twenty. Eighteen to twenty bucks. That sounds reasonable for yeah, Australia. Cigarettes are forty. But it was <laughs> oh, like eight years ago. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, the, it's gone up lots the last four or five years. Gone up I was talking to my dad yesterday, and I looked at the price of cigarettes in Australia, and it gave me the the annual. If you smoked like a pack a day, it's like thirteen thousand dollars a year. Really? Oh, you want to smoke? Uh, no, no, thirteen. Man, man, some a year. A year. <laughs> if you smoked a pack a day. So everybody likes Korea. Such an big Holy man! Even in Canada, they're twenty bucks now. So no, they said that. I think the premium like a large pack so 25 cigarettes of the premium brand is close to 50 now in canada australia no, yeah australia yeah yeah can you imagine dropping a 50 on a on a pack of smokes i smoked many years ago and for five dollars you could buy a pack of cigarettes and a lighter and you got some change when i quit it was 10 about ten dollars a pack i was like this can't even afford to smoke man that was yeah. my hourly wage at that time. Did you get tired of doing the same thing? The like, like, yeah. Do you get tired of just like, hey, can I be on salad duty today? <laughs> do you no. get tired? Or is that your specialty? Or do they just say, what do you want? Or Coca-Cola, Mashita, <laughs> you go there? Or We don't really have time to go to the bathroom, even though. Ooh. Like, yeah. when so you open busy. up, like, they're full out until they finish. So it's only like, pasta, 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 pasta. It's only like... And then like a thousand pasta a day. Yeah. How many? How many yeah. people? Are you guys said a thousand? And the hotel. Oh, yeah. There's like only two people. Three people on three the people on the pasta section. Yeah. yeah. So one dropping the noodles. The noodles one one makes the sauce. One, one doing decorating the garnish. Garnish seems like so just robotic. Yeah. Bunch of just just robotic. Crazy. <laughs> but it's hard. You have to wipe up the plates. Like. Yeah, but I mean, it's just robotic. Just again, 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 again. 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 Robot, robot, but don't yeah. you get tired of that, mom? This is what your dream was. <laughs> <laughs> this is your dream, mom. I played my mom a lot, but I'd be in there cursing mom every day. Mom, what am I doing? Wow. No, whatever. You get into a groove, and I think to um, even if you have one job, you end up experiencing. Like you said, you're doing, you're trying this, you're doing that, and you're seeing other people work too. So there's that kind of rub that you get uh, from watching other people in the in the kitchen, right? But the main every chef you hear about, all the famous chefs, they all have been through the grind, like from mopping the floors, from like doing some prep, and then like they climb up the ladder slowly and then become yeah. like big chefs, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. 
You don't want to start at the top. I, yeah, I just, I, <laughs> I just wonder if it's uh, what demotivating. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Soul crushing. <clears throat> Soul crushing to be there. Go, okay, how long do I have to do pasta before I can do the chicken parmesan? But that's the thing. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta enjoy. Right? I, yeah, I don't know. Depends what everyone's dream is, right? Yeah. yeah. My dream is that Bleu de Folie serves chicken parmesan. <laughs> I, I wanted to, but chicken parmesan, yeah. But I Koreans think love chicken. They do. And they love pasta. They do know it. They if don't. I named chicken parmesan, who who do they know? Like who knows gnocchi? Gnocchi <laughs> was boom in Ulsan like a year ago. So I've, they uh, you serve gnocchi? Uh, yeah. How do you make a good gnocchi, man? I've tried a million okay. times. Gnocchi, it's like a little potato and flour balls. Yeah. Flour and flour balls. Yeah. Every time I make them, they explode in the water. Or I eat them and then it feels like there's 10 pounds of gnocchi in my stomach. Yeah. I can't get them. But I go home and my aunt crushes them. She she makes them. They're, they're almost uh, almost perfect every time. Really good. That's one thing. Uh, if I go to a restaurant, I like to order something I can't cook myself. If gnocchi's on the menu, that's definitely, definitely uh, I'll order. I'm coming but my soon. first experience here with gnocchi, I was telling you that place I went, it was very different than the gnocchi's Nona. Nona's are, it's, we're Italian, our grandmas are called Nona. But from what our Nona's would make, very, like, they were huge, big. Your gnocchi? Yeah. No, at this restaurant I went oh, to. Oh, no, they're little. Yeah, yeah but I, that's what I'm saying, my ex- first experience here, so I want to try hers, but it was not on the menu the day I went. <laughs> so I got to go back. But how do you make a good gnocchi? You gotta have the right potato. Yeah, you gotta have a right potato. Right potato. Yeah. The right, right temperature of potato. <laughs> the right one. Recipe. What? <laughs> right we don't want to give out any secrets. The right any. convection oven. Convection oven. Convection oven. Yeah. For a gnocchi. For a gnocchi. Yeah. Convection. Not oven? just straight in the boiling water. No, we we back then. Really. Yeah. So Otherwise, it's so moisture. So yeah. when you do with the, all the things, Big, it's very it gets, like it's starchy. It's like yeah. yeah. Huh. Where there, uh, there you go, you got the wrong. Yeah, wrong where cooking where method. can I buy double O flour here? Double O flour. Yeah, uh, is it available online? <laughs> uh, online is the best. Yeah. Cool. I found semolina at the at the bake shop, and I almost shit my pants. I was like, oh my god, I didn't know you guys had this here. You know the semolina, yeah. the yeah. egg flour. The bake shop going to Costco, on the way to Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. saw it there the other day. Oh my thought, god, Whoa. wonderful. What were the most satisfying, rewarding pastas to make, or what what did you enjoy most about that? position teamwork yeah teamwork how many yolks that happen in the kitchen how, yeah. ma- how many people are, are swearing and, oh, and flipping oh, out <laughs> every every second yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. true yeah. oh they're brutal like, I mean I'm, I'm bad in my own kitchen so I'm always <laughs> like why do you do that I'm like well you, you come cook I got six things going on yeah. but there's no conversation going on there's like one minute yeah. chef it's already chef let's on chef like yeah, yeah. already like everyone's communicating yeah. like Oh, is it more, stressful? More quiet a lot. Yeah, you can't take a piss. That's uh, that's unreal. What what's an interview like when you go in for one of these kind of high, uh, high level restaurants? Is it I'm from Cordon Bleu? Welcome to the team. No. Or is there a there's obviously a sit down interview? They want to see you. Is there a practical like go make a gnocchi and then they yeah, sit there yet. and taste it? We oh no way! Tire, yeah. They no tr- yeah, they ask for you to come in for trial for a day. For, for a shift. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it'd be a shift. Okay, and they gotcha. pay you for the shift and then... Mm-hmm. They see nice. and they, they like it. They ask, yeah. come to... Like, you, so you can come tomorrow and then... Otherwise, sorry, bye. <laughs> they're, they're giving you, you recipes to make? Yeah. No, 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 you actually no. work in the kitchen. They're, they're kitchen. They so you're just, they just give you a job? Yeah. To, yeah. Okay. 
see how you fit in. So you also have to decide this place is a little bit crazy, <laughs> or wow, this yeah, is so much easier. I like it. It's either way, they they get they have time to choose. But you have time to choose also. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, if, oh, these guys are nuts. <laughs> yeah. Even if they ask me to come, if I don't want to come, yeah. Okay, bye. Ah, that's a pretty good process, man. What What was the difference from the first class lounge at Qantas to the Jamie Oliver's place? Well, um, it's breakfast thing, so it's very different categories. Like, at the lounge was breakfast. Yeah, I worked at bre- I worked at breakfast. Uh huh. So it's all about scrambled and like sausages and like, <laughs> pancakes, <laughs> pancakes, and bullshit, yeah. stuff you don't handmade hash browns. Stuff you don't, <laughs> stuff you don't need cordon bleu for. Yeah, <laughs> it's only like job, but the pasta section was like for me it was very fresh, like nice to learn like how they process in the real kitchen, like. But you must have also been using some of your skills there that you weren't using at the Qantas lounge, or? I mean, scrambled egg is not hard to make. You don't need courses for that. But doing the pasta, I mean, how much How much of what you learned at Cordon Bleu did you apply to your jobs? Not now, but, what? I mean, do you go, oh, I learned this. Ah, this is why I did Ah, yeah, I know. No, was there, was there any connection between you? Le Cordon Bleu is French, and uh, Jamie's Oliver is Italian. Hmm. Qantas is just breakfast. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is I can go and do it? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. So as long as you're willing you're to talented, follow you know, the instructions yeah. and... But it's not only the instructions. So, so it's the sauce is gone. But you ha- you got to make it. So you have to find out what you can find in the fridge. And you have to make it. like Problem skill- solving. Yeah, problem yeah. solving. Yeah. Skills, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, it's make it work. It's yeah, almost make it like. Work. Make it work was the, like, what I learned from. The- it's almost like the uh, show business or if you're in, uh, in like, theater or whatever. The, the show must go on. Like, you can't. Shut down Jamie Oliver's restaurant. Like, so I wrote with red sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Right, we're gonna so call it. We're gonna call it a night. Like, go get some. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's one. That, that's a great life skill. Also, that just apply that you learn in the kitchen, but applies to everything. Right? So Jeffy, Jeffy told me to go to Bleu de Folie for the gnocchi, the bruschetta, and lasagna. How many Lasagna cups? Of, how many cups of sugar is on one slice of bruschetta? Hey, hold on, hold on. I, I, so, I, so I go, okay, I'd like this, and she's like, or I looked at the menu, and I was like, Did you, is this the right restaurant? <laughs> None of this stuff's even on here. I was like, Jeffy, what are you talking about? And I said, I don't know. My friend came here and told me these three things are on here, but none of them are here. And she's like, I can make that for you. I said, oh, sweet. So she made the <laughs> she made the bruschetta, but the other ones I have to come back for. Nice. The, what, uh, did you ever, either of you guys uh, working in a restaurant, I've made some like massive mistakes like dropping a bucket of something or, uh, or you know, smashing something. Did you ever make a huge mistake? Yeah. And what, can you talk about that? Like every other day. Yeah. You know the tahini? Yeah. yeah. Tahini sauce. Yeah. So there's the bucket Th- that's of... That's like super chamgidom, right? And then I spoil it on the floor. Of tahini? Yeah. That's, that's not cheap. It's really hard to clean up. Like yeah. It's like oily. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to call everyone to wipe it up the floor. Oh, shit. But we're on the really busy... Like, <laughs> Ready in one minute. <laughs> Emergency, <laughs> aisle two. But I can't, do, I can't handle myself, so I yeah. have to call everyone to wipe it up. You get to stand back and watch people just walk no, by and go, no. whoop, whoop. <laughs> so is it, is it like... <laughs> for five days after that or no, no, no. no, no just, people, hey guys sorry I have to people make mistakes all the time what do you guys use tahini in you're making hummus um, dressing 
for dressing it yeah. up. That's like super chamgyeom. Yeah, that's super chamgyeom. It's like a it's all like a concentrated chamgyeom. Yeah, almost. concentrated yeah. chamgyeom. Ha, huh, good stuff. I only no. use that for hummus. Hummus? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. hummus. Hummus, the chickpea. Yeah. Chickpeas, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, you can. I mean, you can put. Uh, I use chamgyeom too, but oh no, sorry. I only use chamgyeom because I don't want to buy a bottle of tahini because yeah. it's fucking Just twenty one. bucks for this little for three drops of it. Wouldn't you need a teaspoon? <laughs> yeah. No, don't. I think you you look a little bit surprised, but um, yeah, we grew up. I think nonas and and our mothers or, or whatever aunts and uncles or whoever. But my dad, my dad wasn't a good cook. He just did like the everything left over in the fridge in a pot, and that's your lunch. <laughs> but, and water, that's soup. <laughs> but, but mom was great, and Nona was great. And uh, I think in Canada it's hard because it's so damn expensive to go out. Oh. So you learn to cook stuff at home. Mm. And now being here, like, if you don't want Korean food every single day, then you better learn to cook. And if you don't, then it's the Jungja range special in the microwave. <laughs> Which is gross. So I, I think being in Korea has really helped my culinary skills because yeah. now it's just YouTube. How do I make ravioli? Okay, or Nona or whoever, send me the recipe. But there's there's <clears throat> cooking. I don't know how it is if if you do it every day, but cooking is almost like a therapy, man. Something you can just unplug. Yeah. You can let yeah. See, it's your job, so it's not that uh, maybe. But I think many Asians hate cooking because they have to. But I cook because every night because I have to because my kids have to eat, but I enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah, but from maybe from a young age, you you didn't grow up with the fear of like fuck, I gotta cook every day for my family one day. It just but like even when we were young, it was like whoever's home. We have five kids. Whoever's home first makes dinner. Mm. Except dad. <laughs> except dad. <laughs> except dad. <laughs> but whatever one of the kids got home first would put dinner on, or mom would put a mom would make a casserole and say, okay, put it in the oven, take it out after twenty minutes, whatever, put this garnishing, and then when everybody gets home, dinner was ready. But it was kind of like same thing. Whoever has the time, you start dinner, start the sauce, or put the pasta in, or whatever. And it was kind of a collective, a collective project every day. Right. But man, I remember fusing that pierogies with tomato sauce and bacon bits, and like yeah, yeah. take a Ukrainian pierogi and turn it into an Italian pierogi. <laughs> so that, oh, that's <laughs> that, that that segues well into my next question. What do you guys eat at home? Kimchi, <laughs> kimchi. <laughs> kimchi and rice, ramyeon. <laughs> Do you like? Do you go all out and make make like uh, you wake up and make like a five course breakfast no. or it's just basic stuff? We we'll ask mom to cook. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Simple. Mom, what's what's breakfast? <laughs> mom, what's your breakfast? I got it. I got it. Um, so all, so hold on. Ten ten years or so abroad, that's still that Korean mat is still in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. When you go home, if, if you went home, you'd be eating kimchi and rice for breakfast too. <laughs> huh? I crave kimchi when I go to Canada. I mean, I'm out for three or four days, and I'm like, okay, let's get some. He starts kimchi. getting the shakes. I need, yeah. Bring me to the Korean Mart. I mean, we eat kimchi here. I, I eat it every day here. So 4 a.m., he's banging on the supermarket window. And, Let you me know, in. The, the diet's different. Kimchi's you go home, and it's, you know, it's not a... I make burgers here in Korea, like just my own burgers, but there's no buns. You have to buy Costco 600-pack, and I only need four. Yeah, that's So I go to Putty Baguette and buy the little ones. Dip like it in my morning, tea. Morning bun yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So we just have, like, little sliders, kind of. Yeah. But dip, then dip you your go extra home. buns in my tahini. <laughs> go home, the first burger's this big, and next day it's a big jumbo pasta. And it's like, okay. It, feel, it feels weird to have just, to not have the bantans and the... 
the rice or the the salt and the rice mix. Or it just feels weird. We've been here a long time. So. My sodium's really dropping since I left this country. <laughs> oh man! Did you guys find the Aussie diet salty? Aussie diet salty. Koreans always say Western food is so salty. Oh yeah, but yeah Westerners. Westerners come to Korea and say, Korea is so salty. From yeah. the pasta chef. When you eat a bowl of pasta, you're like, oh, god damn, this is salty. In Korean, like, it's very salty. Oh, my God. Oh, we got to know. It's a whole straight through. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm is coming in six years. You're the, you're the first one to admit years. that. Yeah. Am I the only one? Yeah, the only Korean that's ever oh, admitted really? that. Yeah, yeah. Hi. But I, you heard I it here live first. I mom, like, mom, you put more than, like, more salty than... No, no, more rice. But she doesn't say, urita. <laughs> like they say, the hamburger so That's why we eat it with a bun. <laughs> because they always say rice. I just eat banchan. And my wife's like, don't eat it like that. Eat it with the rice. Mm. Uh, so, oh, wait. Oh, wait, I've, I've solved this problem already. What? Because they're talking about taste and we're talking about sodium intake. We're saying it's not changing the amount of sodium you're eating if you drink the soup with three bowls of rice. <laughs> but they're talking about the taste. I love the gumu. I just slam the kukumu. He's like, no, no, you don't drink the kukumu. Like, That's the best part is the kukumu. On the weekends, he puts a linger of kukumu in it. <laughs> so if, if you just drink it, it's bad. But if you put rice in the kukumu, it's okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, yeah. But I always get weird looks when I <laughs> crush the, the broth. Have you ever seen the Michelin star chefs on, I don't know if it's Instagram or whatever, social media, when their friend will show up at the door and be like, yo, I got a McDonald's hamburger. Michelin star this for me. And then they take it and they chop it up and oh, add yeah, a bunch yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that before? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah? Like a Michelin star version. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this, yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Do you do that with any regular food? Like you look in the fridge and you're like, oh, there's a leftover or something, something. Do you ever like spice up regular food? Or I mean, even with a simple dish of lamian, how would you prepare that? Not Michelin star, but... I turn into like fancy. Yeah, yeah. Nice bowl. <laughs> yeah, in, in my restaurant, I have like some leftover. I have to use otherwise it's all cost. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we usually make that. Oh, we're, we're not working on the Qantas. Or my boyfriend. Oh, Th- this isn't the Qantas lounge. Yeah, yeah. Not now. Sazanim can't waste it. I'm not it, rich, no. so I have to. <laughs> not illegal to take I it home. I have to put it in my stomach. <laughs> you, you know what, though? That Honestly, those are my favorite meals to cook when i open the fridge i'm like oh there's like a bunch of random shit here like that's a pasta or an omelet or soup or something you gotta yeah that's that's part of the the puzzle or the fun for me of Mm, of cooking again back uh you know back to the problem solving i don't want to throw this shit out what can i do with it right awesome do you guys fusionize much food i mean i i've traveled all over the world i find every time i cook something i'm like i have i can't just leave it i'm always adding something else do you guys find that you do that or do you just eat it how it is we um we just make it up with the ingredients we have yeah yeah like my kimchi jjigae always has potatoes potato <laughs> yeah it's nice. it, it goes good i don't yeah. and that's the first reaction is why is there potatoes in it? <laughs> try it it tastes good yeah. i don't know what the problem is my bulgogi's always got i just think of bulgogi like a philly cheesesteak and the philadelphia oh. people think i'm crazy but Man, if you put some paprika and some tomatoes in your bulgogi and, Thinly sliced and peps, yeah. cover it with mustard on a hoagie bun, it tastes like a Philly cheesesteak, man. Mm. And, and I don't, sometimes my wife goes, what is, this is awesome. What is this? And sometimes she goes, this is kind of weird. What's this? But I kind of think of all my eating experiences and kind of always mixing the corn on the 
pizza is a little bit different. Don't order pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's not in my repertoire yet, but yeah, I think there's so many things that I just try and mix Makes in. Match. The pineapple from Southeast Asia, I mean, Thailand and Philippines. Pineapple and bulgogi is awesome. Yeah. Papri- red paprikas and pineapple in my bulgogi is deadly. And apple, Koreans use that apple and pear yeah, apple in lots of stuff. And Kiwi I, for Now the I put lots of fruit in, sauce. in those ones. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I saw my mother-in-law do that. I don't know if she added a pear or a kiwi. This is years ago. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Then you taste it. You're like, ah, oh, that's the sweetness. That's where it comes from. Ah, oh, wonderful. The fruit actually makes the meat tender. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Bleu de Folie. Yeah. How, how did you get the name? Uh, how did you choose the location? Mike, I'm curious why you're in Ulsan. You went to the Col d'En Bleu. You worked at one of Jamie Oliver's. Shouldn't you be at one of the places in Seoul? Um, the decor, the theme. Tell us about your restaurant. So I just got back in Korea and I do want to leave my parents. So I lived in Ulsan first. And if I go to the Seoul, I have to get a flats i have to get uh, like everything i have to start again but mm. it's very like i don't like to it's very you can't so focus hard. on your job you're trying to just juggle regular life yeah, you know? yeah. i don't really like to start a new thing mm. i just wanted to like comfort life yeah so well you can have stability in in mm. your regular life and then you know your your business is uh so you can focus on that i decided to open my own restaurants and like the location, actually, that building is my daddy's friend's building. Uh, so, yeah, he asked me to come in. So where, where is it? He he asked you to come. Yeah. Wow. So well, right behind Up Square. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. nice. The brand that big brand new building. Nice. So we settled down there, and the name of Blusifoli was like, I wanted to use something French words. <laughs> So, like, Petty, like, Petty, we Petty were, like, Baguette was taken. Tous les jours. Tous les jours, God. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> the whole city's half French. And Korean, and, Korean say, oh, yeah, we're, we're kind of French. We like French. Oh, yeah, bonjour. <laughs> so, here, my boyfriend, he was branding before, like, as a job. Yeah. So, he can make the font. So, we were finding, like... You're the, branding? He Marketing. Was, yeah, oh, marketing. marketing. Oh, I imagine with a hot iron, it's going... <laughs> on the cows. <laughs> okay, okay, I got you. Marketing. Yeah, I got you. I got you. So our logo, <laughs> yeah. the font, he made it. Oh, nice. He actually drew them. No way. The font. Oh, wow. So we were like finding the best results. Yeah. yeah. Like blue was like my mom always say, I pa- I afford you like this much of the cotton blue. Mo- yeah, money yeah. of the cotton blue. Why don't you put the blue in the restaurant? So I blue as my mom's at recast. So yeah. The flu was like folly means like crazy. not not yeah. crazy, but have another name. It's little Shunta What is it? Like Shunta? Little place to have a rest oh. in French. Shunta? But usually yeah, usually yeah. most people would uh, associate folly like, yeah. with with folly. <laughs> so I asked my French friends <laughs> if I can use this and he yeah. said, Why not? Like No Koreans are gonna check. But I Jeff told me the name and I was like what kind, of, what kind of place is that? Yeah. <laughs> I worked. I worked at an Italian restaurant called Pazzomato, which is like 
Michin Babo. Yeah. Uh, but then I thought, whatever, Koreans don't even know. They just put it in Papago. What's a what's a trendy name? Okay, yeah. good. Blue is the fancy color. Everything with Maison. Yeah. <laughs> Maison de Noir. Chat. Maison de Chat Noir. So that's the Bleu de Folie. Did you, uh, how did you decide to come back? Was there, you said you craved to know what Korea was like as an adult. Yeah. But I'm curious if there was pressure from mom and dad. Okay, I know we didn't want you coming back. We told you to go. You did it. But now I want you to come back and be with us. Or was it, I'm done with Australia. I got to get out of here. Well, um, at the first place, like, I'm done with Aussie life. I have to pack. I, I'm going to go to my country. Mm. But now I'm deciding to go back. <laughs> oh, nice! What's, yeah. What's the what's uh, the uh, what's well, the draw? What, what what's pulling you back to to Australia? Is it the kangaroos, the snakes? Hold on, up. I, I, I'm, I, because I'm curious. <laughs> I mean, after ten years, you're like you said, you have, you have to come back. Setting up at mom and dad's is also difficult. I mean, I can't imagine going home and you know have it, even living at my mom and dad's for six months just to get established mm. and get my mortgage and get a house and whatever, but. Did you have a plan for a restaurant before you left? Or were you just sitting at mom and dad's and then dad said, hey, my buddy's got a shop. You can cook. Why don't you make a restaurant? Oh, shit. Okay. Like, how did, did you have a plan coming back? Or you were just going to come and see what it was like for six months? Or you made a full business plan before you left? I want a restaurant. Dad, find me a place. How did, how did that, talk us through that part. Yeah, I came back to Korea. I got no job for a year. I mean, almost a year. So, I was sitting down at home and I was like, Mom, I wanted to open my restaurant. I don't want to work with the other peoples. And uh. in Ulsan, there is nowhere to work. Actually, I don't really want to, like, it's all about, like, rosé pastas and, like, yeah. some sort of... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! Pasta bono ketchup yeah, pasta. Yeah. <laughs> so, I... I decided to open up and I made the pro pro PPT uh -huh. and I showed my dad, Mom, dad, for you. this is my plan. So are you exciting yeah. to invest in me? No, no, no. Invest. Yeah. Invest. <laughs> So, Daddy didn't like it. So, he invested and you gave him the kitchen cleaning yeah, duties. They, <laughs> they thought after a year or... And then they thought I'm gonna be come back to Australia. And it was pandemic time. It was Corona. Yeah, yeah but it was all almost end of the Corona. And Not compared to Canada, America. It's been fully done for two years. They just took masks off here two weeks ago. Mm. I mean, they were still wearing it. <laughs> like it's, I mean, you. I'd say that was still a very challenging time to open a restaurant. People weren't going out so much. There was no paycheck still. I mean, it was still a what last year. Yeah, July. Yeah. yeah, July. Capacity restrictions. No, not when no. she opened. No. It. Probably, those probably would have been gone. But yeah. I mean, people were still very hesitant to go out, and mm. so, so on dad the, invested on the upswing. Full, full, full investor. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Nice. And <clears throat> you, you got a building from his buddy, uh, so I imagine you got a decent deal on that. What about the? Was it there wasn't an existing restaurant in there before? No, no. It's a brand new building. Half yeah. it's empty still. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. That's perfect. You don't have to pay the gualigum. Oh, there, there, there's yeah, no, no gualigum. I have to pay the gualigum, but I have to pay the rent. 
Oh yeah, but I mean, the, yeah, I know yeah, the exist money and all. Oh, that's that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember looking at a place over here. And we had big dreams open and some whatever, like maybe a studio or something like this. And there was, a, I think it was a real estate office. And she said, "Well, if you want to move in here, you got to pay me like seventy grand." I go, "It's not a, I'm not doing a real estate business, but my clients come here." I'm like, but. I, it's a completely different business. Well, that's the, them's the rules, <laughs> you know? Why, why do you pay? For fucking couches and her, uh, whatever. If you have a restaurant con. and I buy your restaurant for a restaurant, then you're paying for what you've established or something, oh, okay. even if it's completely different. Yeah. So how did you decide on the theme and the decor and, and what to sell, how to sell? Well, um, me and my friends were meeting at 3 p.m., and we wanted to have some like light drinks, but there's no place to go to drink in Ulsan. There is only like coffee shops around there, but we want alcohol. <laughs> so mm. I decided to yeah, I might open like very like casual drinking place. Yeah. That whenever you want to go to pop up and one glass of wine, uh, you go there. Koreans know one glass. I thought Koreans are like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what Korean one glassers. I think that's the, a very Western thing, isn't it? A glass of wine after work or a glass of wine at lunch. There was another it was the same owner as Patsumato, but they opened uh it, it wasn't really a wine bar. It was somewhere you can go in for at, at that time for thirty bucks. You and a date could have a glass of wine and a small pizza. Mm. And it was like that it was a vibe, man. It was it was cool. You can go in and just enjoy something quick. You don't, like you said, you can go in and have a, a casual drink. That sounds like Gangnam or, or somewhere. Jungle. But we need men in Ulsan. The, the culture hasn't developed yet. But we need the young, the young people like you to to, to bring it here. But that's and, it. If you if you get it. three or four of those places in that building, then all of a sudden the whole city goes to that building. I mean, that's how that's how it works, right? If you can get one or two other, and already the the Mexican place is there which is not far, and that's a newer kind of style place. And I just couldn't believe how many Koreans were in there and, and enjoying it. How many people but, here do you think are, are doing restaurants because of potential financial success as opposed to opening a restaurant for passion or, you know, I want to share my, I want to share what my skill with the world and, you know, I wonder I what I don't the, think there's many of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, oh, that's what we need. But also the, the whole the history of it's like come – Basically, people move here to work for the big companies and, mm. and make bank, right? Yeah, that's true. So you've been through four versions of the menu. Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how did you decide what to put on for this casual spot? Firstly, what to include? I put very casually food. Like, but they want like meals. What what did you put on? So I put lots of pastas and like more meats. But Koreans love pastas. Yeah, but rosé. No, no. At first, I put only like the tapas, like fish and cheese, and like uh-huh. like some small sort plates. of small plates. Uh-huh. Um, but they don't really like know that the menu. How long can you do it before you say, "Ah, they're not. This isn't catching on." Because I think Koreans never knew tacos, mm. and Koreans never knew. I mean, when we got here, they didn't even know pasta. There was one place, Olive, at the Gomoktop Hotel, one place for pasta. And now it's everywhere. How long before you think you can't change the trend or the mind? So I don't really change entire the menu. I just adding the menu. So I put more pasta, more mains, more meats. Mm. But after all that, I have 
like massive menu. <laughs> How many menus we had? Like how many menu <laughs> items? More than thirty menus yeah, that's in the menu. In by myself in the kitchen, like everyone's popped in and then like order in the same time. Like I can't make it. Yeah, yeah. I can't make yeah. it. I look like, like Jamie I'm Oliver. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, get out. <laughs> but I can't do it. So it was very hard, like tough for me yeah. myself. So I reducing, reducing, and get out of the small thesis. So mm. because the um, final result that what they've ordered. Mm. They don't really order the small dishes. They only order the pastas yeah. and meats. Mm. That's it. You because you can be passionate, but you gotta you gotta adapt to the environment to the environment or to you know to your customer base yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So our friend Dan, who went up to Cordon Bleu in Seoul, he came back down and opened up a restaurant with Philly cheesesteak, hamburgers, fish and chips. <laughs> Why did you go to Cordon Bleu? <laughs> and then I would go to his house up on the rooftop, yeah. and he would have like amazing sirloin steak and like Ooh. his Cordon Bleu stuff. But mm. I was like, you could have opened up a hamburger shop without going to Cordon Bleu. Like, that's true. If the selling point is I'm a chef and I'm, pro- hey, he had some good stuff, but it was just a there was no business plan, and that he lacked what you got was the business side of it. He just had I can cook. But he did make the five-star stuff at home because he couldn't make it at the restaurant. Nobody would get it. Yeah. Just to finish up the, the menu items, now you said you're, you're serving more of uh, full dish. Yeah. Full dishes. What like is your... Full, full on a dish, on a plate. What's your bestseller? The meats, it's like strip steak. Mm. And the pasta, it's cream pasta. Of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Can't have pasta without... And the side, truffle fries. We, we had that... Tomato seafood pasta or something. Yeah. That was deadly. The presentation was great. You had the chogues all opened up on the sides. and. But you know what? That's off the menu now. <laughs> ten, ten, ten out of eight, eight out nine, Order the cream pasta. <laughs> so I, ordered, oh. I always go to buy the scallops oh. and every fresh scallops. But I can't only buy like little few because I'm a business owner. So yeah. I have to get a like. Yeah. Minimum order. Yeah. So everyone, everything goes to the bean or my oh. dad's stomach. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so I got to so start coming I, by at so 10 p.m. Then. So I'm thinking to go to get rid can of Can you me. like, uh, can, you can add on the menu, right? Like chef special or something. Like that. I did. She's got that now, yeah. Mm. But still people are going for cream. You know, I, I, on, on my window, <laughs> I put like big right on it, like, today's chef special uh-huh. and then I put very low price mm-hmm. to people many and have it yeah. but nobody ordered <laughs> man you should try it like- they only come to sit and showing me the picture I have this and this because they look on the blogs in the neighbor oh. so they don't really look up the menu uh, and read okay, it okay. they just come to see it and yeah. say I want this and I want this what do you that's do what I did and it was gone <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did what do you do for advertising? Is it full Instagram? Is it uh, just based on location? People are walking in. We don't really advertising at the moment, yeah. but we do on Instagram, mm. like today's specials and wines, all about wines and mm. some sort of things. But we don't pay for the advertising, not mm. yet. Cool. Just your account. Obviously. Yeah, I'm just on my account. The, you seem to have a huge. I don't know, huge, but. A, a big focus on wine. Mm. What is the... I, I, I've never seen... Of all the other places, I've never seen anyone have as much 
wine stuff or promoting wine. Is that a trendy thing in Ulsan now? Like, do the Koreans, you put on one that was the Chanel VIP lounge, and I'm like, is do Pekwajom Ajumas just run over when they see that? Or, <laughs> like, I, I've never seen anyone kind of promote their restaurant or their, their eatery on wine. You have lots of wine posts. You have that special wine cooling bag. You got... Uh, it looks like you have like the Pojan wine set or something. Like, mm. is that a big thing or is it trendy or, or are you trying to make that a trend or I'm trying to why so much wine? Because um, they only like soju or <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> uh, wine is not not. I'm not telling like which one is better, but I wanted to make the trend, make the culture of the wine. Mm. So wine is not a like. Hot drink, alcohol, yeah. yeah, alcohol. Because they only like soju, soju. But they're trying to forget their problems from the daytime. <laughs> wine doesn't do that. Wine yeah, is so we do have non-alcohol wine too. No, no, they want the soju. I mean, <laughs> because it makes them lose the stress. But but I don't know if Ajima's like that. That in general has changed tons over the last ten years, right? I mean, within two years, I would say the, the wine shop in Busan opened, and now. Every like wine, uh, there is like a big wine and cheese shop in Busan. Mm, I don't remember. It's just like a store where you buy wine and uh, <laughs> sounds <wines>. right. <laughs> well, hold on, Costco's got <clears throat> six thousand bottles of wine. Oh, and I was like, they all had it's, like Hanaro had a wine section, but it's after wild this now. shop they marketed so good. Now Hanaro has like the cheeses and all the snacks too. Yeah, well that's why even the Bongo Mart by my place has all the. I'm like, who eats this? But they market it with wine and buy this $15 cheese and I'm like it's only a $5 cheese why do you pay 15 bucks but yeah that mozzarella at the Bongo Mart is 20 bucks and at Costco you get two I'll tell you a funny wine story from 15 years ago do you know Kaja? Kaja yeah yeah I was at Kaja with a couple vice presidents from SK Energy and uh we were there for drinking and anyways they have a they had a like a special room upstairs for special people and we went up there and we're sitting on these leather sofas whatever and i think it was me two vice presidents the owner and one other lady who was kind of serving or whatever and uh it struck me first as like this is like a really like a bimil bomb who, who knows this place is up here anyways it was a nice proper place and i thought we're going to be smoking cigars and it's going to be really wild anyways the guy brings out these bottles and there was no limit on the price. This one's whatever, $3,000. And this is 46 years old from Nice or whatever. And the guys from SK would say, oh, Nate. What? And, and, you know, they'd be swirling. And, 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 and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, did you watch this on the movie? Or like, you get, I drank wine. We were fed wine from 12 years old at the Sunday night dinner table. You know, pasta and, and you kept... But the <laughs> watching these guys do it, I was like, what are you doing? Like, is this just for show or what? I mean, I probably know more about wine than these guys will ever know, but they pretend they're these connoisseurs. And I thought maybe when they go abroad, they do all these, you know, they, they, they do enjoy wine. I don't know. But then when the guy gave the to the lady and said, where's the cheese? And we need some anju and bring the cheese and crackers. And she came out with fucking craft single slices like the plastic cheese <laughs> and i was like and then cow, and cow cheese and a, and a circle of cow cheese oh, yeah, yeah. and i was like 
Hold on, Mr. Kim, you just told me this is a $4,000 bottle of wine and we have five cent plastic cheese. <laughs> American cheese. Like, this isn't how it works. American and, and, the cow, and the cow cheese. And that was, I was like, come on. No, no, Brie Emmenthal, something else. No, the uh, Family Mart crackers and craft single slices. And I was like, okay, these guys are really pretenders because they have no idea. This is This is wine and cheese. <laughs> But Korea has evolved a ton. Ulsan has evolved a ton. Um, my wife's friends come over. They drink wine. It's it. I think it's changed a lot. It's true. And it, and it is changing still. Awesome. Question about your patios. Ah, I thought you said your, it's your dad's place. But I was wondering if that was an Australian influence because there's not a lot of patios in Korea. Now it has completely changed the last five, six years. They've made patios out of sidewalks and parking lots and... <laughs> Everything has become a patio now. But what about for you? Like, yours looks like a European kind of place. And with the inside patio and the outside kind of breezeway kind of area, was that any influence from Australia? Or is that just Kunyang? That's how it came, so you used it? Oh, well, my last job was florist before back Australia. So I got influence from that, I guess. So I would like to installations and everything yeah. in the outside of the shop to showing off like some something that I wanted to show them. Mm. So I wanted to make some like cozy. Oh, it's such a shame because it feel again like someone who's so passionate about wanting to use their skills and their knowledge and their experience, but then the clientele maybe doesn't appreciate. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bella di Notte or yeah. Bella di Notte and, and just so we've seen so many great restaurants go and come and it's just so sad because we appreciate it but we can't go every day and uh, and they just boom they're gone you go oh, guys what that's why I said so I don't know how what you're how busy you are or not but if you I said if you come and we can get it out there and start shooting you out to lots of people I'd love to keep all these places open because they're really good what is your clientele like for the restaurant, the restaurant yeah. is it Kakwajamajamas or who are you getting? At the first, they come to sit and take a photo for the (laughs) restaurant because they don't really like come for like, oh, this place has this menu and this place has like these things. No, they just come to take a photo. So they see Instagram maybe? Yeah. They only look, leave up for the Instagram photos. Hold on. For my side. Are Are you saying people don't? eat they just come and take a photo no 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 they oh, okay. eat but they don't interesting the menus or any other it doesn't matter if you actually enjoy something as yeah, long as your friends think after you're enjoying that, something they don't come because they go oh, know, to yeah, the yeah. new place so to take just, a photo yeah, yeah, it that's, just, yeah that's what I mean it yeah. just means that it's just another restaurant for yeah. them they don't distinguish between them where, where Jeff and I say hey this is a really good place go and get this or this if you want Mexican food we haven't had decent Mexican food in ages that place is good it's fun I might do a couple things different, but it was pretty good. Um, and we recommend based on what it has, not Instagram because we don't care about it. But, it's like a hobby uh, category now. Instagram cafe tours. Yeah. Like watching mm. movies, playing soccer, Instagram cafe tours. It's, it's like a legit hobby category now. Mm. So how, I mean, how does a, a restaurant sustain that? I was going to say, if can everyone you stay just open goes and like and around to each new place? <clears throat> I I remember one day we we're just in Songnamdong. I think it might have been a holiday, but like there was empty restaurant, empty restaurant, empty restaurant, like 
a thousand people at one restaurant. We're like, what? What is going on here? Oh my god! And you kind of look in, and it's just it's a line of twenty something year olds like this. Oh, everyone looking at the phone, just waiting to to go in. But that's uh, that's got to be hard, man. As a how business, are are you busy? Is it steady? Is it hot and cold? What's it like there? We were um, very busy, but after that, very like cold. No. Now? Yeah. Is that, but do you think, like, is that winter or is that, I mean, I I don't know, but the patio in the summer is, looks like a pretty good spot. I mean, is it, is it seasonal or is that something else? I wish it's because seasonal, but mm. I don't know yet. What? Uh, it's like you always <clears throat> have to come out with a new invention every month so people yeah. come back. You have to jump out of the box with a new surprise, or, yeah, or that's, nobody's that's coming. That's what I'm heard. Like I have to make all the new stuffs and new goods. Like I have to get the people's coming. So mm. I can't really focus on the menu. Mm. I have what? to give them something like for Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he and me, we only work in the restaurant at the moment. Yeah. Like we don't really have time to focus on the restaurant. We only like thinking like how we. Like get more people. It's, get a, more people. it's a psychological game. How to get the people? In. We really like. like but would, you go mm. to like uh, different restaurants every week, right? Mm. So what have you learned from like restaurants in Seoul? What is like a few things that makes those restaurants work and get more popular? For my side, Seoul and Busan has more diverse people. It's like like who they yeah more they and open minded. Yeah, open minded. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like. They have ready to accept the new things. Yeah. But in Ulsan, for me, not yet. So. And, and for us living here, they're very open mind now compared to 15 years ago. Oh, okay. It was so jantong before. It was so traditional. And, and now it's, I mean, it's right. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. it took off the Gijogi and it's like a big, big boy city now. I mean, it's modernized so much and diversified so what's much. an ideal working situation for you would you be happy like uh what do you want out of uh, a career of cooking is it uh you want to see a satisfied customer would you be open to like you know using your kitchen and in shipping and shipping stuff out selling a million orders sell yeah selling a million uh like takeout orders or what's the what's the ideal working situation for you just being in a kitchen is is enough no no, you want the she started her own restaurant. You want the atmosphere. You want the atmosphere. You want to create that the experience for, for yeah, people. Yeah, right? I want to show them like there's a new like there's a something out of soju. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, soju and cream pasta. Not a cream pasta. Not <laughs> a like there are more heaps of like new things yeah. around there, but they only focused on what they do. What they I do. want. Yeah. I wanted to show them like there's other things. Guess what? Yeah. Check this back out. back to that Mexican. I was shocked that. We were the only table not drinking tequila. And I was like, Koreans don't like tequila. Tequila's gross. <laughs> and I was like, what? There was, a, there was a mom and a child and her husband and another guy. And they were all drinking tequila. And I was like, what's going on here? The baby's <laughs> driving home. And I thought, are these guys who all honeymoon in, Can- they honeymoon in Cancun? Because Cancun's a hot spot for honeymoons. They honeymoon in Cancun and go, oh, this is like our honeymoon. Yabo, kombe. Or, but... You like know Cancun two, two. has a completely different feel for like Canadians. Cancun's not a honeymoon spot. That's like 17, 18 years old. You go and oh, spring drink. Break. Yeah, spring break party place. Yeah. Drink your face off yeah. for for a week. Uh, oh my god. Which is why I wonder when people say I'm going there for a honeymoon. I go, yeah. 
You're going to see like 18-year-old me there going crazy. What are you doing? But uh, tequila highballs and tequila. And I was like, wow, maybe Korea is really changing. Or Ulsan is really changing. I just can't believe all these guys were drinking tequilas. Even like four or five years ago when we used to go to clubs, like people would have like a whole bottle of tequila and just like pouring in. I'm used to Jägermeister or the peppermint or what cinnamon whiskey fireball and oh. those, but tequila, whew. If you're drinking soju, tequila is like 20 levels higher than that. <laughs> It'll knock you over in a hurry. So now being back and going through this experience, what what have you learned? If your restaurant closed today, what do you take away from one year running a restaurant? What, what have you learned? What have you learned from from this experience? From running running um, your own business. It's way harder than I thought. Will sound way, too way traditional. Way, way harder than what I thought. Way, way harder than what I thought. And then like, it's not only what... I want it's what, what they want, they want. Yeah. yeah so, so you got to you yeah. got to play to the Make play the to the crowd happy yeah but like we said in this Instagram era I don't, I don't know how to make the customer happy has became almost unattainable unless you're the mandu shop in Mugadong the mandu nemyong shop who just is packed every single day of every year I've been here other than like a couple of those niche places man the other ones all seem to come and go it's both ways though like some restaurants they manage to have like a totally new concept and then they like kind of educate people namaskar like the like the mexican restaurant right like they manage yeah. to get people somehow grappa have you been to grappa <clears throat> grappa in dongu no go to grappa grappa, grappa. pizzeria mario's grappa. he's the best pizza kind of italian place in dongu but is he korean yeah oh. but he studied in italy they learned how to cook in Italy, him and his wife. And they are right beside the Meepo docks. And they used to sell to the shipyard. Like 90% of their food used to go to the shipyard. Every day after work, engineers, bottles of wine, expensive beers, anything. But when the shipyard kind of collapsed, he was in real jeopardy there. And he somehow managed to pivot. And now his clientele is like 90% Korean. And Koreans, and it's, it's not pretty. It's not clean it it's like a cheap rundown building and he just crushes food out of there so much so that he bought Dela's next door which is like a kind of a mediterranean place and it's right on the ocean and there he has roast beef and and some other traditional european kind of stuff but i would recommend going by there talk to him he's awesome but jade jade did the same thing too right he's struggling lots he's, he's in the back part- yeah nobody there oh no nobody <laughs> He'll be, he'll be closed within a year, guaranteed. Oh, no. Yeah. Struggling big time. The, burger mugger. Yeah, burger yeah. mugger. I went there and it was like yeah, two dead. Maybe. But, yeah, Grappa's in, in Dongu has really pivoted from almost all foreign clientele to now almost all Korean oh, clientele. Oh. And he's really kind of reinvented himself. But Grappa. I'll send you a link for him. Um, and no Instagram, no anything. Oh. He doesn't, he doesn't have anything. <laughs> he's just, hey, I'm Mario. And he looks like Mario. He's this tall. <laughs> Super Mario. He, he, he looks like Mario. Yeah. What is it like uh, working with your boyfriend and, and you, your dad comes, I, I said before, but when, when when we were leaving, we were the only ones there and there was an older guy washing the kitchen. And I thought, wow, you guys are lucky. You, you bring in, you know, just a she to come wash the kitchen for you. <laughs> it's, and, it's and, that's my dad. And it was her dad. And I was like, wow. How was he? I know. And I thought, that's so not the k- traditional Korean kind of thing, you know, dad's like, where's my chopsticks? <laughs> 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 Not, hey, dad, clean the kitchen. Um, 
So what is it like working with your boyfriend and your dad? Well, um, I'm very lucky actually because they all my by my side. They always understanding me, even if I'm not telling them like something. Mm-hmm. So, and they worked really hard. So boyfriend and dad, like we were fighting a lot, but either way, we have time to have spend the time. I mean, like we have chance to spending the time together. Even if it's fighting or something, still it's together. good to have like keeping the relationship. Cause like boyfriend and I only meet a year, and my dad and me we were separating a ten a long years. Time, yeah. yeah, so it was. It's very nice. Some to, adjusting time. Yeah. yeah. What if dad got to stand on his phone and you clean the kitchen? Would that be okay or no? Dad's. If dad was on his phone and you were oh, cleaning no. the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> not happening in my kitchen. That's not gonna happen. So I thought it must be either here or here because I can live with my wife and spend lots of time with her. But I thought if we worked together all day, oh my god, yeah, we'd be we'd be at each other's throats all the time. So I, I just wondered how it's what it's like working together like that. And on the other hand, like you say. To accomplish something, to achieve something, to do something together must also be very rewarding. How how did you get your dad in the kitchen? How how did I mean he's the main investor and he's the um well he's just he, maintaining his he's investment. He's volunteering man. for that. <laughs> I, Does he I get you some you go hours or what? You some you go VMS. Does he get the bongsa? Hours? Bongsa. Uh, yeah. The volunteer I, hours. I'm not even paying him. Like he's just doing like himself. Well. I have a huge amount of respect for him just for seeing him there. And I don't know, but I would assume it tells a lot about the kind of person he is because I don't know many fathers who would do that. And I think that's pretty cool that he just throws out the, the traditions and the the gender roles or whatever and says, hey, I'll come and help because he loves you because he wants to see you succeed. I think that's awesome. You go in. Wipe your finger on the hood, like that. Yeah, yeah, what that's what I'm. What is this? Yeah, I can see this. <laughs> Who left the dishes in the sink? <laughs> oh, that's funny. What? Yeah, what's one wish you have uh, going forward for well, with, within the next year or so? What's one wish you have for uh, your restaurant? What, what do you hope to achieve with? Um, um, with the restaurant, people to accept us, accepting change, to maybe shift shift the culture just a little bit. Not really like achieve many. Not 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 really. They just understanding us how we do. Yeah. Your vision. Yeah. Did you did you ever think you said you came home and you sat around for a year? Did you ever think of doing a YouTube channel or or a social media thing? Like you could be cooking at home in your kitchen and and develop a mass following of people who want to, you know, Jamie Oliver's pasta made easy in your kitchen in five minutes. Ooh. Cordon you, Bleu here. You could, G- be, you could You could be, <laughs> I mean, just self-promoting because there are some famous Korean chefs online now. And I don't even know if they cook or if they just do like videos. I don't even know if they work in shops or they just keep making videos and mm. they're making their money through there. Did you ever think of that coming back to do the social media route or even at your thing? I mean, if it's not busy and you're only cooking for one person to to show some of your skills or methods and post it online? Like if I have chance to have it, yeah, but you mean now or before? Yeah, well, before or now. Like before. It seems like, you, I mean, you're young and this generation of people loves Social, social media. media. It also complements your business, right? Like people watch your YouTube channel and you promote your business there and then mm. they want to come and visit. That will be my dream, but 
for now, I'm just stuck in my kitchen, <laughs> spending like 15 hours a day. So I don't really have like energy to afford something to new it. Because yeah. now I'm very exhausted. So, no yeah. So I guess once the business starts going, yeah, better, something smoothly, yeah. I will thinking about more time. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. I'm really looking forward to look find the new chefs, mm. but they don't really apply for it. They just come over and work and run out. Would oh. Would you ever <laughs> too strict in the kitchen? <laughs> would you ever consider now having the experience of running your own? Would you ever consider working for someone else? First, you said, Mom, I don't want to. I want to do it my way. Now you see how hard it is. Would you consider now, you know, there's a, whatever, a good chef in Busan or Seoul looking for an assistant chef, a sous chef, or somebody. Would you consider that now or no? Maybe I consider to work for six months or a year to mm. get a Korean chef's experience first mm. and then open up my restaurant again. But... Yeah. Because I just, I just started my own and I only, I've been only working in Australia, not in Korea. So it's really hard to get something like the right way. I just go around. Mm. So if something ingredients, if there are um, suppliers here, but I just look here. And then I pay more than here uh, and okay. more harder. So more like Korean yeah. strategies. Yeah, uh, so I have to find that by myself. Yeah. It was very hard. No doubt. What do these names mean to either of you? Yim Jong Sik, Tony Yu, Im Gi Hak, Kang Ming Gu, Michelin, Michelin, Yun Sok, Mang Chi, Emily Kim. Mang Chi is not a YouTuber. Emily Kim, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. What What do these is that, oh, that's my yeah. dream, or, oh, I want that channel, or, money. oh, what, what do those names mean to you guys? I don't want to be a Michelin star chef But they something. exist in their life, I think. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they're success. Not my way. Not your way? Yeah. What about Mangchi? That's a little Dajma. Dajma, yeah. 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 yeah, Korean YouTube, Korean yeah. cooking YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. I, mean, I mean, yeah, she's probably one of the biggest spreaders of Korean culture on the internet. Huge. Mm. All foreigners, yeah. But but that's what I mean. Like have a, I mean, you got good English. You got there. There's such a huge following of this. How you and the Korean wave, man. You could be doing all your stuff, narrating it in English, putting this, that, whatever. How to make whatever, and how to, and that's what that's where I think the fusion stuff comes in. Like the kimchi taco. I mean, it, it's all over Los Angeles. It's crazy, and now it's taken over all over the place. But that was just one person starting something unique interesting a little bit crazy and caught on and boom I, I wonder when i look when i look up some of these people i think i wonder what the dream is there's a guy uh, um, i think he does is a mexican guy in seoul and he came from california and he runs a mexican taco place um but i i want to say he was in jail and he used to be a, a criminal and now he's got a very famous place in seoul but i don't remember his name Anyways, I always wonder what's the dream or what's the end goal. You mentioned you're going to go back or you'd like to go back to Australia now. Is that because it's easier than staying or what is the driving force? Well, um, it's about the culture, like, I guess. When you sent me the message, it said I craved to know what Korean adult yeah, culture was like. But I had enough now. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so okay, oh, shit. it was enough. So it's time to go back. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually... Um, 
it's never like I dreamed about、hmm. something here. No, dream something like oh, it's gonna be nice.、Yeah. I know it's gonna be tough, but the in the real life, yeah. yeah, like something normal is not here. Like if I wanted to go to the park to have a coffee、uh-huh. in a like the grass. Mm. Or like walking, see the walking the dogs around there, but in Osan, no, I can't find somewhere like. But、relax. if every place was the same, the world would be a boring place. I mean, I like Korea. I like the things in Korea because it's not Canada. Ah,、oh, okay. Right? <laughs> do, do you see what I mean? Though, like, if we were all this, if we all had sitting on the grass, walking dogs, whatever, then everything would be exactly the same. It'd be boring. Well, yeah. Well, she likes Australia stuff. Yeah, there's freedom too, right? When you're in Australia, you don't. Yeah,、uh... they only work eight hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Five days a week. Yeah. Two days off. Which is it's、uh, a very different culture. It's very. They have balanced. It, it is what it is. It, it, whatever suits your lifestyle better, you know that's where you that's where you got to go. If Australia is calling, then you got to. Not here too. But I'm、do. more suitable to their life, I guess. I yeah, think, I think most Koreans would be.、Uh, yeah, <laughs> they just they just don't know better. Yeah, they haven't they been、know. or they've been for ibaksamil or sambaksayer and they they don't know. But once, and, and but it's the same thing. Like I think many Canadians would be suitable in other places as well if they knew there was another way. But it's a different different stresses, different pressures in Canada than I get in Korea, and I think here we can kind of like find like a hybrid, like float in between. We can keep some of the Canada stuff we like. And keep the Korean stuff we like, but block out some others we don't like. So it's kind of find where you're comfortable.、Mm. Find where you're comfortable. Get a visa. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, what about you? Are you are you planning to stay here or go back? Or she actually grew up in New Zealand. So you have citizenship, or do you guys have green cards? So you got to go back as a tourist, or ah,、uh, actually next week I have to apply my visa. Ah, for what kind of visa? Permanent visa. Wow. Cool. Yeah, once you spend so many years there, you can apply、yeah. for for a permanent visa. Ellie, what are you planning? I like Korea now. Yeah. Yeah. What's the main attraction here? No dogs in the Eight, park. Seven, <laughs> seven no days、grass. a week working, no days off. <laughs> yeah, just I like Australia, but I think I fit into Korea now. Are、yeah. you gonna? Are you gonna? Be the next Bloodfully Sada no. or? Oh, <laughs> What what are you doing now? Are you? I work with real estate. Real estate、oh. in Seoul. Yeah, in Seoul. Cordon Bleu real estate. <laughs> <That's the best. laughs> wow, cool. Do you know anyone in real estate in Ulsan? Man, we need a good English speaking real estate agent in Ulsan. <laughs> yeah. You can make loads of money. There's so many opportunities. Really? Yeah. yeah. Who do we have to talk to? Nobody. How many people is there? You're in real estate too. You should stop. <laughs> no, but that, all all the people at Unist for all the researchers, PhDs,、yeah. lots of these guys are thirty, thirty-five families. They don't want to live in the Gisuksa.、Oh. There's lots of married people, but yeah, yeah. you go on like your your husband or wife's brother's cousin's niece or something. It, it's not huge market for foreigners. Yeah. yeah. Big, big, big. Should I study real estate <laughs> tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Stay, stay, please stay. Cancel your trip. You give the and I mean you could even work cooking into there too. When people come for for a walk through,、yeah, you prepare a full meal. Just tag that onto your real estate fees. Yeah, Chanel, everyone. Chanel VIP. Hundred percent sell rate. They're all drunk signing. Yeah, I'll buy it. I love this place. <laughs> <laughs> and is what's、uh, what's on the menu for today? Today's the restaurant exploring day. It's Tuesday. 
Are you, uh, do you have something lined up? Uh, we're about to go to Busan yeah. to search the brunch because I'm going to start the brunch. Uh, so, yeah. so we're going to start the Busan first and then next week I'm searching on Australia and after that, like, next time we go to Seoul and then we're going to start. Busy. So when, yeah. when do you envision moving back to Australia? <laughs> when do you think you'll move back to Australia? Not um, before I get my gnocchi. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as possible? As soon as possible, yeah. Which is, what, six months, a year? Well, I'm just curious. You're going exploring Busan for brunch, but if you're moving back in three months, who cares about Busan brunch? <laughs> you, might as well, you might as well go to the park and go for a walk with a coffee. Yeah. Um, I'll think about it. <laughs> Anyways, just too much thing going on. Yeah. No doubt, yeah, yeah, lots like, going on. No doubt, it's enough confusing questions for for a, for a Tuesday morning, isn't it? I I want a lot of things to do, but like no energy, no teams, no like it's very like need more coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right, hey, we got to uh, we got to cut this uh, we got to cut this off. Thank you so much for coming. It was it was great to meet all of you. I would love to hear more. I would love to hear more <laughs> more stories, but next time. Okay. Next time we'll come in. Guys, thanks for coming. Everyone, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>